0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Wall Street Coach podcast. Today, I'm very excited to have a trader here that I got to meet through Steady Trade, Stocks to Trade. And uh, his name is Will Beebe. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Will, and then he can, of course, fill in any of the places I leave out. He, he has quite a robust bio. And I think what I- Why I wanted Will on the show today is because I really wanted him to share with you his journey of how he's been able to find himself to a place of profitability and consistency. Uh, I also just think he's an awesome guy. I've gotten to know him over the past year and a half that I've been with uh, Stocks to Trade and I, you know just wanted to share him because I think he's a really special man and he has such a great outlook and attitude with uh, being a trader. So welcome, well, to the podcast. I'm really glad to are here.
2: Well, thank you, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's always a pleasure. And, uh, you know, the last um, several years have definitely been quite the journey, uh, particularly this last year, because uh, so, so many things changed with the way i traded and uh the execution of my trades and, and the the mental focus i have in general all around um is just much more acute and so yeah it's been it's, it's been something
0: it's it's awesome i think that that uh willingness to have to be so flexible to transformation and to change uh is really what drew me into wanting to feature you here. So you could talk about that because I think there are those traders who come in who get really rigid quickly. And I think your story and the way you found yourself to consistency and profitability is because of your being able to pivot. So uh, a little bit about Will, 44 years old. He joined the Navy EOD force out of high school, did four years with them. in the desert. He went to Oregon State University, earned a BS in economics and then a master's in economics, graduated in 06. He worked as a financial planner for Solomon Smith Barney back in the day when they were called Solomon Smith Barney, which was back in my day, many years ago. He was not doing day trading there. um, And he even did, uh, he worked as a finance officer in car sales for Moss and BMW, was even a hotel manager for Hilton Hampton Inn uh, in Salem, Oregon and he started day trading in late 2017 initially subscribed to all the hot tips and Twitter and as he says he failed miserably and then 2018 (laughs) through 2020 his words again failed even more Uh, but his break (laughs) break even came through in 2020 and he joined stocks of trade in July of 2021 Learned that one percent which is the hardest to learn that made him profitable and this past year he's had really mind-blowing success he's self sufficient now, full-time, and he just doesn't worry about money like he used to. Um, and he knows now that he can make it. So the overall lifestyle he's experiencing is better. His confidence, his self-control have been a big part. Uh, so he's, you know, going to talk a little bit about the attitude correction he himself went through. And that's why I thought what a great, you know, guest to have on this podcast. Just because you did, you know, not everybody is willing to have an attitude adjustment. Well, what is it that you know, made you have that moment where you were like, oh, I have to shift my perspective on this. Uh,
2: well, I don't know. I mean, I guess one of the things that, that uh, w- with me is, you know, I had a a super negative attitude for a long time. I mean, I I, I was always the negative Nancy, you know, I would literally, uh, and could literally take an entire room of positive people and make them just oh, wow. over some of the smallest, uh, problems. And, and like, I wouldn't pick my battles. I would just battle everything. <laughs> you know? and, and, uh, and my, my father, my father, before he passed away, he said, uh, he's like, well, it's okay to be wrong. Even when you know you're right, you know? And, uh, and you know that would have saved certainly a lot of things in my life you know past relationships um, jobs uh and even how it affects trading right now you know it's okay uh, you know it's okay to be wrong even when you know you're right i mean you know sometimes you just need to be quiet and listen you know and absorb a different opinion a different point of view and uh, if you do that long enough uh something will usually click and for me uh in my career at least in the last three years or four years really profitability uh and success um was kind of a moral dilemma you know it was just a an absolute battle of attrition you know it, it was a uh, literally i would try every single thing and when it was wrong I would just do the same thing over and over and over again I really wouldn't change a whole lot I mean change the ticker change this and that but the the whole thing was I was you know even though I would watch YouTube videos and read manuals and books and stuff like that I was unwilling to absorb any of that information I was I would literally read from some of the top traders in the world and then turn right around and do exactly what I'd always been doing. And so, uh, really, in 2020, when I uh, what I consider a major breakthrough is when you do become break even. And a lot of people uh, uh, don't think that as a, as a, a big milestone, but it, in my opinion, they're completely wrong. When you are break even and you are no longer hemorrhaging cash out of your account and assets from your home you have made a major jump because the failure rate in trading is so high. The fact that you can even become breakeven is something you're literally in the top 15% if you can just break even. And so um, that, that's a little bit of, uh, about uh, the transition and how I had to adjust really it comes down to listening more.
0: Well, what? Well, it lasted though for how long the, not
2: listening uh boy, well, we're talking uh you know all of, certainly all of 2017 i didn't listen to anybody you know absolutely not what informed that what what was
0: the like what was the headspace or the or the self-talk or the gremlin talk you know what was that it
2: i wouldn't listen to anybody because i literally had that theory that i was smarter than everybody that was talking to me and that <laughs> it's so it's so conceited and, and so pathetic to hear me say it but it's the truth i mean you know i did i had good grades i went to school i got uh, multiple degrees in in the actual field of finance and economics and so right. in my mind like just get you away do what from you're
0: this. doing
2: you do guys talking about i know what i'm talking about <laughs> and uh but You couldn't, you know, I couldn't have been farther from the truth. You know, I couldn't have been farther from uh, reality because, uh, you know, none of that matters. Really, what matters is mindset and focusing on the right things and being able to learn, be teachable. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but for for 2017, 18, and uh, all of 19, I literally was just in this narrow focused, you know monocular type uh zone that uh, you know i was just you know the reason why those guys did it is they just got lucky you know you know or whatever and it just i'm doing exactly what they're doing you don't understand i'm doing exactly what they're doing leave me alone you know and and it's just such a poor way to to move forward in anything even if you're you know fixing bicycles or making wow. surfboards or it doesn't matter what you're doing
0: so what was, that, what was the what was the you know, what is it? I should yeah. have had a V8 moment. <laughs> you know, like yeah, that.
1: that's, that's what I want to know. What was the, where was well, the shift and what, what was it?
2: The part of the shift actually came. Um, I mean, I got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, it, it, part of it was when I started listening to some of Tim Sykes and Tim Bowen's videos. So I used to listen to them, you know, even back in, 19 or 20, but not very often, and yeah. uh, you know, a lot of it at first I thought was, Well, it's kind of a scam. Here we go, another internet thing, he's trying to give me to give you know, my money to him and this and that. And but the way that the material was presented, I had to sit back and, and think. And also, uh, my fiance, you know, she's she's helped tremendously uh, on the emotional level, you know. Um, Quite a bit different than I am, and, and uh, really, really helped me focus on on needing to, and, and, and not only needing but wanting to learn something new and trying something new. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if there was necessarily an aha moment, like a lot of people probably have that. I with me i literally exhausted every way to not do it and so really, yeah. i was almost forced to try yeah. this other way you know yeah. because i'd already done everything, everything else. else wrong uh, totally. so it wasn't like one day but uh over just ran out over of other minutes.
0: choices it sounds like i <laughs> did
2: i did and it sounds so bad you know
0: Hey dude, you stuck around long enough to find out that all those other tools didn't work and now you're like, well this is the last tool in the box. What happens if yeah. I give this a whirl?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So so that uh what do you think it was that kept you there long enough to stumble into the last tool that you resisted using?
2: Well, uh part of it, you know, one one quality that I think I I've always had is I don't give up on anything you, uh, whatever it is, I will sit there and try to fix something over and over and over again and, until I, I can fix it. And same with trading or anything else. I, that, that is one thing that I, I, I've, I've kind of prided myself in. If pride is a good thing in this situation, uh, is that I, I don't give up. And, uh, I knew that trading was, was what I wanted to do. And I knew that I did not want to work for someone for the rest of my life. Although, uh, it is necessary uh, in some aspects of life, especially when you're first starting out. Yeah. Um, very few people have just 50 or hundred thousand dollars to put in the trading account. and Okay. Sure. And then, and then they're that good to multiply it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, not giving up. I mean, if you, if you cannot handle failure in, in an exuberant fashion, and I mean a lot of failure, then you should probably just turn this, this, this meeting off right now and you should probably unsubscribe to STT or whatever you're doing because if you can't handle a ton of failure, then you're not going to make it. And that's just real talk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. you got to be able to take a beating, you know, and keep on moving. <laughs> and so I, I, I've actually always been good with that. You know, all my attitude of failure was never good. But I would always keep trying, and so uh, that that's one of the major things I think that...
0: so it it sounds almost like it it was a an over a period of time, a dawning of aha moments, like a lot of little aha moments that got you to this place where it shifted and mm-hmm. do do you can you recall let's say? the first or the handful of first moments where you saw your trading account differently, where you started to realize, Oh, I am showing up differently. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Let's see how far I could take this.
2: I I did, you know, back in 2020, 2021, when I started noticing um, incremental changes in my, in my trading account uh, was when I started taking the advice or, or first the first thing is I never used to have a plan ever I would get up and whatever whatever hot ticker I got off of Twitter or the internet because uh, I was subscribed to like 15 different newsletters wow. and so and by you know by the time you get that information they've already made thousands of dollars and then then they're getting ready to shorter on the way down while you're long on the way up you know so yeah. uh having the plan and uh uh that's one thing i learned how to do actually the best is in a steady trade team with tim bond because he is all about the plan the second thing was was uh, taking the single taking even a half a single okay uh instead of waiting and and not getting greedy i used to sit in positions and watch myself go up 20, 30, even 50% sometimes in in a position just to watch it go all the way down and then end up red on the day. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. I can't even tell you how many times I've done that. So many times I've literally more than all the times, I mean, a a ton and it's so nothing discourages you more than that. You know, uh, you, you know, seeing yourself in the green heavily on the day and then uh ending up right on the day and that's because you didn't have a plan and 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 you failed to take the single or the double if it was there whatever uh and so that in that period in 2020 when i started at least writing tickers down okay i'm going to buy it here i wouldn't have very much information my plans weren't good but it was a plan which is better than no plan at all yep yep and and i started okay i'm starting to break even a little bit i'm not losing as much and then you know, as twenty twenty one came along, uh, I started taking the singles more, um, not bag holding as much, um, and that was the big thing. the 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 introduction of the plan, you know, was the start of it all.
0: That's awesome. And yeah. so you start with the plan, and then at some point, you do you find just the concept you spoke about the negative bias that you you know yourself to have that like negative bias. Did you start to bump into that negative bias as you started to succeed, as you started to find consistency?
2: Sure. Sure. You know, it's, uh, it kind of, it kind of reminds me of like good credit and bad credit. Okay. Yeah. You know, you could have 24 payments on your credit card on time, check them off. Boom, boom, boom. Two years in a row your credit's doing good and it went up 75 points across the board and then you have one late payment and it draws you back 100 for the next two and a half years so it's that type of um thing yeah. so you could have single after single after single oh yeah, yeah maybe hit a home run in between there whatever right and then you have that one trade that even though you went along with your plan it went south and you decide to hold on to it maybe a little longer than you should have and it just you you can literally have that erase all of the good success that you had you now you forgot about all the progress you've made this sucks this doesn't work they were lying i knew it i told you you know <laughs> and, so, and, you, and that's
0: like being said to
2: yourself i, I told you i told you <laughs> I, I knew it yeah who's talking well <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: You're, you're, it's like it's like we're talking at ourselves and and listening yeah. to ourselves yeah. And so, uh, and I,
2: oftentimes it would take me a week or two to get back to where, okay, now, if, yeah. now I just had two green days in a row. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now if I get a red day, that's going to be okay. Okay. It's yeah. going to be okay if I get a red day tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Or a two, whatever. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it does remind me of credit like that. And, and the payments that's Great on time. <laughs> so, One
0: yeah. payment late and you're screwed. It's yeah.
1: Really that's a
0: good, is, the, good it's, metaphor.
1: It is a great metaphor because we always talk about like loss aversion and how there's the theory of, you know, we take losses much more severely uh, personally than we do our wins, right? Um, And either way, we're responsible for both. So they should be even, but that's obviously not the case. Um, I wanted to ask you, and I I think maybe you answered it, but did your attitude um, shift before your trading, before you were profitable or even before you were break even? Like, did you find that um, your, this positive attitude (laughs) um approach was that before or did you like have to prove that to your did you like w- in a way win that from your trading
2: yeah well you know uh i for me i think the attitude um started making a correction uh before you know um i talk with a lot of uh, my buddies and vets that and veterans of foreign wars and stuff like that and and with the va and stuff like that and um and i used to sit around and and talk with them and 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 i just remember in 2009 in the 19 to 20 having kind of that more of that positive shift in my attitude now it was not positive by any stretch of the imagination what what you would consider uh someone who does have a, a good attitude, you know, someone when you shake their hand, you feel the energy, the positivity, you know, it wasn't yeah. anything like that, but it was certainly more positive than I used to be. And yeah. uh, I don't know if, if that necessarily rolled over, I would have to imagine that it did though, because yeah. uh, you know, I he, my, my attitude used to be so negative that even when I did win, uh, I I would, I would minimize the success you know i oh, would yeah. ah, i got, just got lucky or, or whatever and so i you know i can't even stress enough of, of how uh, detrimental uh that can be to to your trading activity to learning and absorbing new information um and so yeah i'd have to say most certainly in that time frame when i started to break even whatever it, it was probably from taking advice mm-hmm. of of guys uh, and women that were uh, a little older than I was had been around the block seen things that a lot of people don't want to see. And, and, and so, uh, you know, it was definitely a a switch. I'd say that 90 degree turn.
0: Were they pointing it out to you, Will, or were they sort of just sharing stories with you that began to make you see the world through a different lens?
2: Well, no, I mean, I've had people flat out point it out, Okay. Wow. Uh, oh yeah. 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 Uh, uh, you know, even in the SCT chat, you know, sometimes wow. I get a little overzealous wow. and I got to wow. pull back and, and, uh, but most, most of the time, no, it was a, just a suggestion, you know, here's, here's yeah. what I did. You know, yeah. here's, here's what I do. And, uh, that really helps with, uh, calming your overall demeanor and yeah. taking grasp and taking responsibility for your own decisions you know yeah uh, once you can do that then you're able to, you know if you can't take responsibility for your own decisions then you're never going to be able to learn anything new i mean how, how is it possible because uh, you're going to blame everything and everybody for everything that goes wrong with you and so you're going to be unwilling to learn and that was a big shift in my life back in that time frame
0: yeah, well, and also I think coming from being very educated and, you know, having an experience of being, quote unquote, smart, and then you have to basically as to leave it all at the door when you go down to a whole nother, uh, you know, expertise, you know, you have to. And, and I, I, I have often, you know, I have an associate's degree from the Fashion Institute of Technology, and I... the things that I have seen in finance and learned, you know, in the role, in the tumbling way of the way things landed for me. And even when I wrote my book and and the way, you know, I saw certain things that Adam Smith said in his books, I don't know that I would have been able to see those things had I come with this formal education behind me or with that sense of like, you know, I think the, universities especially the ones where we get these you know important degrees there is this kind of understanding or un, un unspoken understanding that you're probably smarter than the majority of people you deal with and if you if you can't help come out of that school with that kind of a presumption about yourself you're not going to really often go into a place of beginner's mind it's mm-hmm. just it's gonna be like you're you're gonna think, no, I got what I needed because I went to that higher education. Mm-hmm. And what it sounds to me is that you caught that at some point and you were willing to let go of all the incredible wisdom that you undoubtedly gained because it it wasn't, it was like you stepped into a whole new culture, a whole new country with right. a whole new language and all that wisdom wasn't going to help you in this world it probably does now but not the initial stages just curious your thoughts on that
2: well you know i i have some pretty strong thoughts about that you know uh, it, it, at least in my degree in my background in, if you're talking about higher learning with economics and finance and stuff like that you, i mean you got to think you know math has been around for thousands of years So you got to wonder why they're even writing a new math book that you got to purchase every year because the formulas haven't changed. Do you know what I mean? So all (laughs) right. And and then you also have the fact that it, it, I found it awfully ironic that uh, almost every professor that I had in in my studies were never successful business owners themselves or were never a millionaire or never and not that that defines success in no. a sense, but you are teaching economics and finance. So I would like to think that maybe you did something with cash somewhere along the line. <laughs> totally. Okay. <laughs> and, and, you know, where this isn't selling class or whatever. <laughs> We're talking about money. <laughs> and, and,
0: well, you can't bake a meatloaf and then right. teach it all back. You've got, you've right, made, you've exactly. got a, pro, a disconnect. So I'm so here saying.
2: listening to this guy and I'm like, wait a minute. You've been broke your whole life? What are you doing? Okay. But anyway, the the whole thing is is is, is I think that people need to understand that, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of education you have or how smart that you think you are, at least when it comes to, to, to trading doesn't matter how many PhDs you have or what classes you took, there's just nothing like it. And so, uh, in fact, it was a, a, at first it was an extreme hindrance to my learning curve. You know, I, I know of many people that are more profitable than me by a long ways that started out the exact same time I did even slightly later. Okay. Wow. And have twice, it, with less money and have twice the account size I do now why because they were open to new information right off the bat they didn't know everything right off the bat like I did and so uh, like I thought it did and so you just can't let that that higher education thing think you know that you've got it mastered because you're just going to be you're going to be and for a real rude awakening you know not that education isn't great and and that i think people shouldn't have it uh because there is it does give me an advantage i think now and the big yes. picture yes process but when you're starting out you need to be a sponge you know yeah, yeah. So. It's
0: awesome it's so impressive though that you know you can speak to this and that you were able to find your way on the other side of this, because I don't know that very many do. I think very many hanging up because Mm -hmm. they just get so stubborn and committed to their ways. And I Mm. I can't help, but think of, uh, you know, there's, uh, I think it's Rocky three that Tim Bowen always quotes, you know, when I said, when he talked about his own, you know, repetition of failure (laughs) and you know how was it Tim that you finally kind of saw like he said pain Kim pain (laughs)
2: that's he
0: said. that's what he said so it it does sound well like it was pain as well for you that made you Mm -hmm. but I do think a lot of traders hit that pain and they're out so -hmm. that you didn't go anywhere is a testament to your, you know, perseverance and willingness to adapt. Like I get you resisted and you were stubborn, but you weren't in the end because you are willing to shift. So that Mm -hmm. is massive. It's massive. I hope you have stopped to like pat yourself on the back because it's, (laughs) it's really quite extraordinary that you were able to shift.
2: I just, you know, I, I gotta be careful, you know, not to pat myself on the back too much because that's what i used to do and and uh it really is something that you just got to take day by day and yeah like tim bowen says pain you know you just this is just one of those um you know one of those careers that if you want to make it and when i say make it i mean i'm talking about becoming self-sufficient becoming full-time becoming profitable yeah. you know uh not having, car payments unless you truly desire it, you know, that that type of thing. You know, yeah. waking up and, and going to bed and feeling okay about things, you know, then you have to be willing to endure a massive amount of pain over and over again, regardless, uh, you know, regardless of your account size, regardless of what, you you're going to experience that trading because it is that difficult. Yeah. And uh But the the self satisfaction that you have, like the self satisfaction that I have, knowing that um, things are going to be okay, because I have the knowledge, I've, I've taken the time to learn the wrong way, but I've also taken the time to learn the right way. And so um, it's that end goal, that slow process, like Tim Sykes, always says, you know, and he does his things every other every day, you know, he's, he's talking about the long haul the long yeah. process because it is going to take a long time it will years it'll take you years to become profitable and that's just the reality of it uh you know and so people really need to understand that that you know, next year you started now next year you're probably not going to be profitable if you are you are doing killer okay <laughs> I mean, or you've you know? really
0: been lucky because the markets yes. were just rewarding yeah. people for not really yes. being smart, but yes. just being lucky. And a lot of people collapse lucky with I'm smart. I know what I'm yes. doing.
2: People have no idea if they just started, like in this last year. Like this was the bull market of 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 all markets. I mean, and it really is still going. I mean, it's It's kind of, it is summertime. So it's kind of hard to say Mm -hmm. if it's made to turn or not, you know, um, but never have I ever seen in my life. uh, Some of these sectors uh, come along and last as long as they do like the EV sector, the COVID sector, whatever. I mean, they lasted a year. I mean, and they just got hotter and hotter and hotter. And so uh you know the the chances of losing and going red on the day are ex- are exceptionally low compared to say 2016 or 17 where a 10 ticker was like like bone you'd be like yeah it went up 10. you know and that's that's really how it was uh yeah, yeah. back then and so uh you know uh, this is a great time to learn trading because the, the odds are so much more in your favor because yeah. when the hard times come and they will they will then you will have the expertise to to deal with it better yeah. so learning right now you couldn't get into a better time than right now or this, sure. this last year that it's that's true. for certain you
0: know. i believe you're right um one of the things you know i just want to speak to because I was telling you to acknowledge yourself and your win. And I I really do hear you push back and be like, you know, well, that's what got me in trouble in the first place. (laughs) You know, my ego, so to speak. But what I like to say is there's two egos. There's the capital E ego, which is kind of the higher self. And then there's the lower E lowercase e ego and the lowercase e ego is the one that has to be right that is you know committed to its story but the high you know capital e ego is kind of that place of being able to be the observer of yourself and realize you're human you're going to fuck up, you're going to make mistakes and be kind of, you know, lost in your story sometimes. Mm -hmm. But look at what I did accomplish. Look at how Mm -hmm. I was willing to pivot uh, Mm -hmm. and or shift my, you know, glass half empty to a glass Mm -hmm. half full perspective. So it's that, you know, because I do think when somebody does accomplish what you have accomplished, we do have to like pause and you know be like hey i <laughs> i I did something here this is a big this is a big deal uh so you know there is a way to do that without becoming you know narcissistic mm-hmm. so to speak so
2: i do feel very good about where i'm at and, and uh you know i let it be known to to now and then you know look where i was at you yeah. know and and, and uh you know, and it's true, you know, look where I was at. And it was yeah. not, not in a yeah. good spot. And, and so, uh, you know, I am very happy about that. And, you know, I, I let it be known. I just, I, good. uh, because of how I started with, with, with the, the I was the lowercase e forever. And, yeah, and, <laughs> uh, so I'm always real careful on that one, but it is a major accomplishment to be profitable. And, and I do consider myself in that top 15%, you know, um, and maybe over the next year, I get in that top ten percent. Who knows? Uh, yeah. That every percent you go is that much harder and harder to grab. You That's know. That's right. But, uh, That's right. But I'm very, uh, very stoked about uh and, and just pumped. You know, the, that everything's so going the way it's going right now. I'm
0: so, <laughs> I'm so happy for you. So happy, and I just think yeah. it's such, it's such an inspiring story, and it's also such a great uh template for people to see <clears throat> how much dedication is required of them for this. Uh, to be what they want to put their full time, you know, mm-hmm. attention to. It, it, you've got to be ready for the dis- disappointment. You've got to be ready for the failure. Uh, are, are you going to be able to be comfortable and tolerate the failure? Are you willing to be coming into a beginner's mind? I mean, everything that you're speaking about to to me is a recipe for success and the fact that you've got that recipe at all uh, and then those hopefully who are listening to us who are perhaps more at the beginning or haven't heard the lessons it's like well we'll just possibly save you a hell of a lot of skin in the game if you hopefully listen
2: hopefully years to hopefully
0: years you you would yeah. absolutely save somebody years if they listen
2: it Less. is, you know, uh, trading and learning trading. I think it's kind of like going to, um, I don't know, like flight training or jump school, uh, if you're going to get your jump wings or something like that, like if you don't do it all in every single day and yeah. say you do it here and then you wait a week, you're going to have to redo that lesson. Yeah. And you just, you're, what you're going to do is you're going to find yourself constantly redoing the same thing over and over again. You're never going to progress. You have to be all in. I don't care if this is, you know, part-time, you got you're serving at you know, Denny's and, and you got to pick up the kids later. It doesn't matter. You know, that's not my problem. You know, I've, I've had to do that, you know? And so if you want to go ahead and you want to move forward, you have to be all in. It, it has to be all in. That way you don't find yourself regressing constantly and relearning the whole thing. You know, you take that first flight lesson, and then you come back three weeks later. Your 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 pilot, the trainer's gonna be like, dude, no, we got to redo the one you just did, probably twice. Yep. You know. By the way, yep. it's eight hundred bucks. You yeah. Know? And so <laughs> it's like <laughs> exactly. You have to be all in, and I can't stress that enough. To all in.
1: All in. That's awesome.
0: You know? Luke, is there any questions you had yeah. that I you didn't get to ask? Uh,
1: I kind of want to go back to. Um, the idea of pain and also like your idea of like (laughs) not bag holding anymore. Um, uh, and how that kind of, you said it sounded like it kind of was like a slow decline. Um, I'm wondering if there was like some sort of, what was the impetus to finally, uh, get your shit together?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you know, part of it is is you know you run out of money to fund your thing okay <laughs> i don't do it I mean, yeah
1: was it was you know. there was something that like did you did you go did you have to like refund your account like i'm wondering just because I, I i've known people yeah. that have dealt with this over and over again was it was it uh, developing a plan and finally like realizing oh if i have a plan i can do this um
2: yeah wondering. early on early on i had to fund my account um several years back a few times, you know, I started out with 2,500 bucks and that's how much I started. Yeah. Uh, and it, it took a long time to get over the PDT, but once you're over that, you know, yeah. you can progressively move at an accelerated rate, but it, as far as the not bag holding and stuff like that, you know, it was kind of a slow, like I said, just, you know, like I said earlier, a battle of attrition, just like, instead of doing it, you know, three times or four times real bad this month i only did it two or three times and 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 really after listening to tim bowen uh and a little bit from tim sykes but tim bowen really hammers home the bag holding um thing uh and and cutting your losses quickly uh it i really started uh, to see a difference in how long i was holding some of those losses because Part of the thing is, is when you're under the PDT, when you're first starting out, the reason why you bag hold is because you only have a couple day trades, and you already burned one early this morning on a loser. Yeah. And and if you yeah. sell this one right now, loss. You're not trading until next Wednesday, yeah. you know, unless you yeah. create some other account and you have another twenty five hundred bucks or whatever throw in it. And so that is yeah. really kind of um, one of the biggest things that kept me bag holding for so long was. Wow. So, dude, I'm I'm gonna run out of day trades, and I was on a margin account. But even if you're on a cash account, it's yeah. almost the same thing. If you have two, three thousand dollars, your buying power is gone, so yeah. you still can't trade for a couple, two, three, four days, and yeah, for settlement. And so, it, that's what it was for me, and I think that's what it is for a lot of people. Yeah, uh, I remember reading in chat all the time, like, "This is my last day trade," or. <laughs> It's Like it doesn't matter if it's your last day trade. If you were losing your ass, you need to sell that sucker, it, yeah. you know, now because yeah. it's only gonna get worse, you know.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a really,
0: it's a really good point. Well, I don't know that I've ever heard anybody uh speak to that, and I have no doubt that is part of why they will hold on because they yeah. feel like they won't be able to play anymore. It's so like I can you just know, hold
2: it one more day, then it can yeah. be a swing trade. Yeah, yes.
1: exactly. That's yes. why I advocate for people who are starting out, uh, to only swing trade. Um, yeah. just because that, that we never run into the PDT rule. And like mm-hmm. you said, uh, I, I guess that's an added bonus is you don't hold on to losers as often, but I, I, it's hard to, I don't think about that as often anymore. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I do remember when I started as well and under the PDT and it's, it's frustrating. So it was like, I just, yeah. just swing. Everything was a swing
2: trade basically. And now that you actually said that, uh, it, it actually, I, there is kind of a clear point when I did, when I did recognize becoming profitable or at least break even was when I would started focusing more on those afternoon high day breaks and swing them into the next day over for the gap up. And not only was I not, uh, sometimes I have to burn a day trade if it, you know, if whatever it did in after hours, but, uh, That was a defining point because you know when I first started out, uh swing trading wasn't really a strategy. It was just more of I bought it early in the morning and now it's down so low that I have to swing trade it because I'm not gonna burn a day trade, you know. Yeah. Uh, But once I turned swing trading into an actual strategy, which started in about 2020 on those high day breaks and that pattern, uh, and then hopefully you, you grab the gap or the squeeze and after hours, I started noticing I always have a trade. You know, I can actually trade twice today or whatever. And and, um, so it's funny that you said that because uh, it is one of the higher percentage trades once you learn the pattern and uh, it can save you a lot of grief on the PDG (laughs) part. (laughs) Sure, (laughs) again.
0: I think think it's really great that that both of those points were just made because I I really don't hear anybody talking about that and I think Mm -hmm. that makes so much sense because if you it's like you know you don't get to play on the playground anymore like who wants to get kicked out of the playground you're gonna Mm -hmm. hold on even if you know the bully's punching you because you're still hoping you get to play on the jungle (laughs)
2: yeah Yeah, you know the the whole afternoon and the swing trade it's easier on the mind when you're first learning Mm -hmm. and you start out the morning chaos yeah the overall volume you know, um, a lot of the big market makers and stuff are 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 you know jumping in and, and taking their hits and uh and so the afternoon is just smoother. It's a little bit slower, unless you're talking about maybe a Friday squeeze play where that gets a little violent, you know, into after hours. But you know, on average it's just slower. You've already, the stock's already kind of proven itself throughout the day or it hasn't. It's failed maybe, but uh, it's just easier, uh, easier to recognize. And and yeah, for starting out, uh, that was definitely uh, a good point. You brought up, well, you can save yourself a lot of, a lot of clever laying pain in that afternoon swing train. (laughs) You sure can.
0: What would your, your, the version of you from... A few years back, what would the advice be that you give that that person that you used to be? What would that advice be?
2: The advice, uh, my advice from from years back to right now to someone who's going to start out tomorrow or or next month is uh, uh, get get your education first. You know, learn how to do it first. Don't. Don't just open up. I mean, you do have to open up a brokerage account because you got to figure out how it works. But do not start executing trades until you know how things work. Give, I mean, give yourself the respect, okay? The self-respect and the chance to thrive, the chance to even make it because the chances of you not making it are already very low, okay? And that's reality. But if, if you want to give yourself a chance, you need to slow down and learn one thing at a time. Give yourself three or four months of study, five or six months of study, and then try a couple little things. Give yourself that time. Uh, you know, if you just go in swinging like that, it's just like a a piñata. You know, you just and you're probably going to be the piñata. You know, you're just blind swinging and you're probably going to do the Uh, piñata. Just give yourself that time and learn, you know, and stop trying to invent the wheel. Like I used to try to reinvent the wheel. It's our air. (laughs) There's no more room for another spoke, Will. (laughs) This is what I tell myself all the
1: time, Will. I feel like we're kindred spirits here. It's like, (laughs) what? There's like two things that work. Just do those two things. Why are you trying to pull this other rabbit out of a hat?
2: Even today, I tried to reinvent the wheel again. I'm like, it's already there. Shit. Ah, this <laughs> is new. It's awesome. It's, it's
0: good,
1: awesome. good to have awesome. hammer about it, though, you know? Yeah. yeah.
0: You got to. You got to.
2: If someone's sure already why. done it. You know, the cloth yeah. has already been cut. Yeah. Take yeah. a patch from the cloth. that's already there you know, you know, don't, don't, don't cut off some new thread, you know, you've already got the pattern. It's already there. And, you know, whether you choose, you know, a program like stock to trade, or you do something else, you know, of course I advocate for STT, but you know, there's a lot of good programs out there. And if you want to have a chance, you would need to at least do one of them. Um, You got to, you just got to. One year of college is three, at least at OSU, is three full five times, five times more than a year on STT Pro. Wow. wow, five times! Wow, yeah, I think yeah that's probably the,
1: the truth. Like, that's a good point you bring up. Like, you have yeah. to find uh, some sort of like mentorship to, that can help accelerate that growth because yeah. you can For watch. Something as many yeah. YouTube videos and flounder around mm. and as read as many books as possible. But it yeah. really helps to just watch mm-hmm. somebody else trade or like hear their trade ideas and then just if, if they will break it down, um, yeah. it's, it's yeah, it just accelerates it, right?
2: Yeah, it's just like, you know, like with SET you know, specifically speaking, you know, you have Tim Bond, he breaks it down with the type of things that he trades. And I like watching Jack Kellogg a lot too on the OTCs. And, you know, he he breaks it down. It's very specific. And one thing I know is the information I'm getting is correct. Why? Because they've already made it. I know that they've made it in the exact same thing I'm trying to do. So it's not like just going into a university or reading a book. You're not sure if the guy behind this book has really done anything. You never met the guy or the girl. And I've already made the case with most of the professors in college. Okay. (laughs) And I know that to be a fact. And so, if you're learning from these guys or, 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 or gals that have already made it and they're laying it out for you you know you know it's from somebody who's already walked the path yeah. and so it's credible
0: yep for sure well i was curious did you ever paper trade
2: you know okay i get a lot of guff about the whole paper trade thing because it's, it's kind of a hot topic <laughs> i did but i i honestly i think i think paper trading is worthless I'm sorry. I know a lot of people disagree with me. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think it's more valuable trading with a tiny amount of money. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ten bucks. Okay. Yeah. There's just I I get it. I get it. The paper trade, you know, I get where people are coming from on it. But the whole thing is, is you can't tell me you trade the same in any fashion paper trading as you do with real money. I don't care if it's dollar. You yep. made that dollar, whether you took back a bag of cans yep. or it was on the rat last year paycheck, you know, yep. and that, that is just reality. And so, uh, people are like, well, yeah, you can study the patterns. You can study the patterns without paper trading too. And so, yeah, yep. uh, and I know I've gotten in heated discussions with people about that. And, and, you know, I very well could be wrong because there's people who have paper <laughs> traded and now they're worth millions of dollars. Okay. <laughs> so who am I to say Right. You know, you know,
0: Steve I, and Johnson just had a coming to Jesus moment about that he portrayed it. We just we just recorded it this morning, actually. And he's 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 it's you funny. know starting to go long and he's still figuring it out. So for the first time he's you know doing some paper trading. He's like, oh. I don't. I'm not going to lose money as I test this theory now. And you no, know, he he apologized. He said, "I apologize. I was wrong about paper training. Yep, yeah. Because you know, as long as I'm saying, there, he's yelling at me. Don't pay for training, kid. So, yeah. but but I love it, Will. That you you know, I love your passion. <laughs> I love your you know conviction. Uh, and even though you spoke your mind about paper training you were able and willing to say and i could be wrong like who knows who's right who's wrong but the point is being in that place of like well maybe there's evidence out there that is different than mine but i I still think your opinion having an opinion having a perspective we we have to have that this is a very Mm -hmm. competitive game if you don't have that sense of confidence or sense of enthusiasm or passion I, I think you'll you'll last even long you'll last even mm-hmm. shorter you know so yeah. uh i think of it you to know if, tough.
2: if it works for you no matter what it is if you if it's working for you and you yeah. are getting better then then do it if paper trading yeah. is one of those things that's working then i uh would not argue against it it just has no an overall at one point is steven johnson has, has been around the block quite a while so he that's his his uh the willingness to stick and hold to a plan is probably going to be a lot better than the guy or a girl who's just starting out. And so that's the one thing that I always got hung up on, on on that specific point was, yeah, you're saying it, you've already made several million dollars or whatever, you know, what's going on. You know, this person over here hasn't done it yet. And so they don't know how to separate the emotional attachment and stick to a plan yet. Yes, uh, exactly. and so that was the, always the argument I had, but I know that th- that it works for a lot of people. I'm still in denial. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, well, and, well, look it you you know yourself better, and <laughs> that is what I think people have to. You know how you create whatever the setup that you're going to have, however you're going to approach this, has to be in alignment with your personality. Your Mm-hmm. perspective on the world your judgment interpretation of things and if you're not that's why i'm just doing an advocate for self-awareness because if you're not self-aware going into this it's going to cost you it's going to mm-hmm. cost you and yes, i just want to keep that cost as low as possible it's going to cost you no matter what certainly mm-hmm. going to cost you your heart a little bit a little bit of your soul uh maybe a lot of your soul <laughs> yes it will at the end of the day let's keep the cost as low as possible. And uh, I think being self-aware, even you're knowing that maybe you had a negative bias, just knowing that, how can that not help you in the moment where you have the net? It's like, oh, well, I do have a 10. I I am definitely, I'm like, you know, the queen of catastrophizing, but I know it, (laughs) you know? So when I, when I, something maybe is going pear shapes, I take it to the, you know, apocalypse in my imagination but at least i can pause and say well you do have a tendency kim to always take things to the apocalypse so maybe <laughs> the apocalypse hasn't happened for you yet maybe it's a little too dramatic right mm-hmm. at least i can notice that about myself and you doing what you did before like well i really was sure that i was right and then at some point you were like huh, maybe not like mm-hmm. it's it's everything
2: it's everything. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it was just a few months back, you know, uh, uh, someone on one of the chats was like, you know, Will, that, that negative attitude's not a good look, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, but it was true, you know, <laughs> I had to step back a little. First, I had to argue first, <laughs> then I had to step back. <laughs> then I had to go back and apologize, <laughs> you know. Oh, shit that's, well, that's, that's, a, a, a that's true awesome. it's it's yeah, it's yeah. Very you impressive. know it, it's uh you know it it's it's a constant battle it's one of those things that uh well you really got to work on you know yeah. and uh some people naturally uh, are gifted with just that positive yay but then again <laughs> I, you know i i don't i don't know that they're necessarily traders you know they're happy working <laughs> working at the dmv <laughs> They're they're happy holding up the line at the DMV or whatever, you know. And
0: are you saying are you saying that maybe maybe <laughs> the ones that thrive in trading are the ones that are like the glass half empty?
2: <laughs> yes, it is most certainly half empty. <laughs>
0: so that's the vote's well for my future as a trainer, uh, since I'm really good at catastrophizing. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'll do okay at this game.
2: One hundred percent. You've been looking at it the wrong way the whole time.
0: <laughs> See, I thought catastrophizing was something I had to get rid of. I'm just not using it in the right place.
2: Not enough. Yeah. Not
1: enough. <laughs> I will say, anytime I, I think about when we recorded our, our uh, podcast about your first trade, Kitman, it was like, am I going to lose everything? And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> no it it's might true. you might lose like 10 bucks i
0: was like i was asking bryce davis was walking me through it i must have asked him 17 times is there any chance i could lose more than this 200 dollars in any shape form like what if i crack my head open on the floor or get hit by a bus right well you know or not die but anything but like Will I lose it all? And and he was mm-hmm. like, no, no, Kim. I was like, why <laughs> two minutes? Um,
2: you know, that's really- an important that's an important point when you started out. You know, when I started out uh, for for several years, and uh, this is something that I think is so important for new traders is is you need to focus on risk management. You need to focus on mm-hmm. how much am I going to lose here? What's the most I can lose? What is acceptable to me? See, when I started out. That's not what it was. If this thing gets to three cents, I'm going to have $8 million. That was my thought. How much am I going to win?
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I didn't even think about the loss. I mean, I knew it was there.
0: Maybe. But uh, I,
2: I went into every trade with multiplying it out and be like, okay, if it hits $8, I'm going to have uh, just in the first two months, I'm going to already have 500000 That's it and see it's other things have done that other stocks have went up like that yeah. and so that's how i would think was how much am i going to win and that is needs to be part of your plan but uh or when you need to get out what's acceptable profit uh right. but your your risk measure is priority number 1 like you know what's the most that you can lose yeah. and, and yeah. still move forward and so
0: but it's it's interesting well that you're pointing that out considering you self-described as being a negative guy it mm-hmm. feels like that is actually you being a positive guy in those <laughs> trades do you see what i mean
2: well i mean i did i i did have the uh uh you know the the, the positive wants i guess in, yeah. in that in that positive vision on that aspect but well, i also had the, the, as far as trading i really didn't understand what it was what it was all about. To me, it was more of a, um, not get, cr- get rich quick scheme, but get rich quick, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, quicker, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. and so, and so I didn't, I, I didn't, yeah. ha- I couldn't grasp the enormity of how difficult it is to learn and, and, and how long this take and the beating yeah. that you do have to take to be profitable, you know? And so, uh, for me, it was just a natural way of, oh yeah, this is what's probably going to happen. At least half that, at least a million. And, yeah. and so, you know, that, that's how I thought, um, yeah. and then, but then after you start taking a beating, as bad as I did, you're like, oh my God, I can't lose another 900 like that. Or like, I'm not going past 900 this time. Like you shouldn't be going past 90 when you're starting yeah. out, let alone 900, yeah. you know? And so it, it did shift after a while, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pain will do that <laughs> yes yep yep It awesome
0: this was <laughs> such a great conversation i'm yeah. beyond grateful to you for coming on and for being so honest and forthright and not you know posturing or looking too cool for school you're just so real and down to earth Will, which is why i wanted to have you on so thank you i really
2: appreciate that it was cool this is a lot of fun yeah yeah i
0: hope you had a good time and i did i did i I hope it's okay will we're going to share your uh twitter handle and instagram handle and uh you know obviously we'll put those in the liner notes uh Mm
2: -hmm.
0: for you guys to reach out to will and uh also just please feel free to comment on our podcast if you want to see uh more traders who have you know, their their own journey and experience like we had Will come on today. Let us know what you'd like to see here so we can honor it. We're trying to really listen to all the comments uh, and see what you guys think and want to hear more of. And if you like what you hear, please, we would love for you to go on iTunes and write a testimonial for us because the algorithm really gets impacted when people uh, do that. And I think that will be it. We'll wrap up there, Lucas. Yeah,
1: yeah, just comment pain if you like this.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All
2: righty. (laughs) I had I a love great time.
0: So glad to have you here. And if you're willing, maybe you can come back and we'll see yeah. how everything's going in like, you know, six months or, or so. Okay. Yeah, I'd,
2: I'd be more than happy to, to let you guys know what's going on. Good. It's going to be great. I know, Will. Yeah, we'll I have no touch.
0: doubt. I have no <laughs> doubt. All right. Good to see you. Thank you so much, Will.
2: Bye, Bye Lucas. To yeah. See you
0: pretty soon. <laughs> Bye.
1: This has been the Wall Street Coach Podcast with K-Man Curtin. You can find out more about her and her team online at thewallstreetcoach.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. Thank you for listening.